it's that time of year where we're going to get into the NFL draft. We're going to get into free agency and what the Steelers should do with their offseason. But right now it's about finding some space in the cap. And the Steelers have two very easy calls to make to kind of get themselves afloat heading into free agency. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackbine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers To Go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on YouTube.com slash All Steelers Talk or anywhere you get your podcasts. And today, I'm going to toss out two very easy names that the Steelers can use as cap casualties to kind of get their offseason rolling and not have to worry about too much in replacing them. The Steelers have plenty of options here. I mean, The team did exactly what they needed to do. They looked at 2022 as kind of a test drive for a lot of guys. They realized that they probably weren't Super Bowl bound. And I know that they were going to fight for the Super Bowl. Nobody was ever going to walk into the season saying, oh, we're not going to win a Super Bowl this season. But I think that they also understood that this has to be a soft rebuild for them. And that 2022 needed to be the year that they test drove a lot of these guys. Guys like Miles Jack, Akella Witherspoon for a second time. James Daniels, Mason Cole, Mitch Trubisky. All of these names have contracts where the Steelers could watch what they can do in 2022 without taking on too much of a hit and then move on from them in 2023 if that's the the decision that they come up with in moving forward. People are going to toss Miles Jack out there. I think Miles Jack is an option. Is he good enough that you're going to pay him $11 million this year? I don't know. Is he bad enough that you're willing to take the loss and possibly start Mark Robinson at inside linebacker? I don't know about that one either. I think the Steelers have to figure that one out. Robert Splane's going to be worth a little bit more money than they've signed him for in years past. You got to get him back in here for like four or five million dollars, but you also have to decide if he's a starting inside linebacker. I think the Steelers say yes. Does the NFL say yes? And who's going to play next to him? It's not going to be Devin Bush. You don't want it to be second-year inside linebacker Mark Robinson. So is it Miles Jack? Do you feel comfortable enough handing that guy over $10 million to say, come start it inside linebacker, even though last year was very hit or miss? It wasn't super hit or miss. It was no Devin Bush-level hit or miss. But it was certainly less than ideal to say he's definitely staying another season at the cap hit that he's supposed to take. But I don't think he's their easiest option. And honestly, I don't think that he's a guaranteed to leave. I think the two names that I have are guarantees to be cut well early in the offseason so that the Steelers kind of have some money. Right now, their estimated cap space is negative $3.2 million. That's not terrible. The Steelers can work with negative $3.2 million. They can make some moves and very easily find themselves over or under the cap limit and with some space to move so that they can actually go out and make some signings. And they have guys that they could work with to figure out different cap situations. I mean, James Daniels is not going anywhere. Mason Cole is not going anywhere. And I don't think Chooks Okorafor is going anywhere either, but all three of them take on much higher cap hits this season than they did last season. The Steelers have opportunities to work with them. I don't know if everybody's going to, but If you're the Pittsburgh Steelers and Chooks is about to be a top 10 highest paid right tackle in the NFL, you got to let him know you don't play like a top 10 right tackle in the NFL. 
you should probably take a bit of a pay cut. We should probably be able to rework your contract so that some of it turns into a signing bonus, whatever. However they have to do it, Chooks is able to keep his money because that's how these things work while the Steelers could actually save some cap space. But again, I don't think Chooks is the guy that's leaving either. I think the Steelers have two very easy names. The first name is William Jackson. The Steelers get rid of William Jackson. They save $12 million on their cap space. Now, they have time before they're going to start taking hits on that $12 million. I don't think they take an actual hit from it until the roster bonus is signed, I want to say, roughly March. And that's only a $2.6 million hit. But if they don't want to take a $2.6 million hit hit, and they want to save the whole $12.1 million, all they have to do is get rid of them before that deadline. That's an easy call. The Steelers didn't have enough faith in him to keep him on the active roster long enough to actually see if he's progressing in his injury. Instead, they tossed him on IR. He said all season, anytime he talked to anybody, he said, I'm feeling good. Just waiting to get back out there. It's the coach's decision. Well, the coaches looked at it and clearly said, well, we have cornerbacks that can play. You don't know anything about our defense. We're not putting you back out there. The Steelers could go into this offseason questioning Akella Witherspoon with the Levi Wallace as their expected starter to negotiate with Cam Sutton and then possibly look at the NFL draft. That's a much better situation than handing somebody that has had a very bad last two seasons $12 million and say, hey, I know you're a question mark and one that we are not certain in, but come play football for us in 2023. That just doesn't make sense. Jerry Dulac of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette reported that the Steelers have no intentions of keeping William Jackson. I don't think that they do. I think he said at the end of the season, oh, Mike Tomlin's seen what I can do. He's been watching me for years. I don't think I have to actually beyond the field for him to understand what I'm capable of. No, buddy, this is Pittsburgh. And I've seen it to the point where some of their best players have had to earn their way onto the field as starters because in Pittsburgh, you're not handed anything at all, ever. That's just how Mike Tomlin works. That's how the Steelers organization has always worked. So to... Just take a guess that you're going to be fine and that they have seen enough for you to come back in the summer and compete then. That's just not how the Steelers operate. I think that's the easiest call the Steelers can make this offseason is to move on from William Jackson, save $12.1 million, put them at a roughly $8 million under the cap space or under the cap hit. Beautiful place to start their offseason. Then they have another name. And I think everybody sees this name coming. I don't think there's question about moving on from this name. And that name is obviously Mitch Trubisky. The Steelers have no reason to keep Mitch Trubisky. They never had had a reason to to keep Mitch Trubisky into 2023. His contract was obviously negotiated that way. If he earned the starting job and he proved to be the future of the Pittsburgh Steelers, well, then you're getting them for $10 million, $10.6 million, in 2023 very cheap quarterback option if he didn't prove to be your starting quarterback in 2022 well you're saving 10.6 million dollars on your cap hit which brings you to about what's that 
18, 19 million dollars just to start off under the cap. Beautiful mark to be at. The Steelers don't need a backup quarterback right now. They could find one anywhere. I've tossed Josh Josh Dobbs' name out there. I think it's a possibility you could spend a late-round pick on a quarterback and feel comfortable with that, but you don't have to bring back Mitch Trubitsky. I get that he played well when he had to step into situations for the Steelers this season, and I get that they have some faith in him, but think about Mitch's time here. Nobody really likes him in the fan base. He kind of got screwed over in the Jets game. You could say what you will, but he kind of got screwed over in the Jets game. I'm not saying that Kenny Pickett shouldn't be the starting quarterback of the Steelers. I'm just saying that, well, the Steelers, you know, they didn't really need to do what they did in the atmosphere that they did it, but they did. Decisions were made. Kenny Pickett is now the starting quarterback. He was the starting quarterback since halftime of the Jets game on a spontaneous decision after a locker room fight. Now, Mitch Trubisky is getting paid $10 million to sit on the bench. That's just not worth it. There are plenty of quarterbacks out there that the Steelers can go find and feel confident as their backup guys that imitate what Kenny Pickett can do guys that are a little bit more mobile. I mean, they loved Josh Dobbs when he was around and I don't know if Josh Dobbs is a backup quarterback in the NFL, like a true blooded number two at all times backup quarterback in the NFL. But there are a lot of guys out there that the Pittsburgh Steelers could go find. I mean, Last year, they sat on two guys that could probably start in a number of teams in the NFL this season. Instead, they had them as backups. There's other guys like that in the NFL right now who aren't going to have the opportunity to start, who the Steelers can bring in as a quality backup. Guys that maybe need a year off. Veterans that aren't just looking to just stay calm and on the bench. A guy like Josh Dobbs, who loves his situation, but realizes that chances are he's not going to be the starting quarterback of the Tennessee Titans in 2023. So instead he should take a safer job, which could be a backup job in Pittsburgh, a place that he's familiar with, with an offense that he's familiar with, which with a coaching staff that he's familiar with. I mean, that just seems like a good idea, but either way you don't keep Mitch Trubisky. Those two moves get you at about $18 million. That's a beautiful starting point for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They made two absolutely pointless moves. They don't need a backup quarterback worth $10 million. They don't need a question mark cornerback worth $12 million. When they have Levi Wallace, who is their starter, they could bring back Cam Sutton and he would be their other starter. Either Even if William Jackson is good, William Jackson could walk into the summer and be like, hey guys, I'm a starting cornerback. The Steelers starting corners in 2023, if Cam Sutton resigns, is Cam Sutton and Levi Wallace. That doesn't change. You move on from William Jackson. You could go find another Mitch Trubisky. Maybe he's not Mitch Trubisky quality, but he's a backup quarterback in the NFL. Go pay somebody $2 million and feel really good about it. Save that $8 million. Spend it in better places. I mean, you got guys like Alex Highsmith who needs to be extended you guys like Terrell Edmonds who needs to be re-signed Cam Sutton who needs to be re-signed you have no answers at inside linebacker you got to go figure that out you have no answers on the defensive line you got to go figure that out there's just so many other places that the Steelers need to dump money this offseason moving on from the easy names should be their first priority and their easiest starting point for the offseason Go save $18 million, more than that, but go start yourself at $18 million 
under the cap hit and be pretty okay about where you are heading into free agency. And if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, Mitch and William Jackson III are probably gone before March. 